Hello, I'm on the Indian booth and I'm joined by Ross, the president and COO. Ross, first of all, happy birthday. You're going to be 90 next year. Tell me what that means to the business and how you're, how you're kind of marking that huge milestone. Yeah, we're very proud at Indium Corporation to be celebrating our 90th anniversary in 2024. And this anniversary marks a milestone in our development as a company. We've been growing significantly, but all those years back in 1934, in a garage in Utica, New York, uh, Dr. Murray started this company working with the metal indium. And since then, we've grown into dealing with almost every one of the minor metals you can imagine, uh, building products and innovating across the globe. And he started with a spirit of innovation. And right now, we continue to drive innovation so that we can continue to make material science change the world. And, you know, I think it's I think it's fascinating when you look at a history of a company that's that's been around that long. You know, has just has just survived through all those different through all those different technology revolutions. When you look specifically at electronics, I guess you would have been in that in that process pretty much as soon as it was as soon as it was there. What kind of time frame does that represent of Indium's history? So yeah, so all the way back when TI came out with the first transistor, it was a germanium indium junction transistor, and that used an indium preform. It was punched with a sewing machine. Yep. And that's the, that's the genesis of us getting into the electronics industry. And each one of these innovations through the years has started with a ton of failure. You know, I mean, really early on, the persistence that Dr. Murray showed to uh, drive for a solution that indium could satisfy right uh it's kind of like he had a he had this product and he wanted to find a way to make it work and at first work in aircraft bearings so they could fly longer and start up faster that did not that was not his first attempt his first attempt was to plate silverware and it completely failed so now today we have many many other innovations for example our inform is being used in power electronics but i actually was the guy who said this is never going to work I was clearly okay. wrong, yep, but, but um, the great thing is the team was persistent in, in, in driving that technology into the power semiconductor uh, area, and now we have a significant amount of growing business in the IGBT market, yeah. which is just wonderful. Yeah. And I, I think what you see there is that connection to innovation, but also tenacity yes. that was shown in those early years, and, and you're, you're continuing to show that. Talk, talk to me a little bit about the sectors that are really challenging you at the moment for innovation i know the ev market's been huge for you and you've shown some real leadership and expertise in there but how genuinely challenging is it to to provide solutions for sectors like that now right now automotive in general has a lot of challenges they're presenting to us in the electronics assembly area one is reliability so having higher and higher reliability but many of the reliability solutions then come with processing challenges so being able to minimize those processing challenges while delivering the reliability has been a key focus, a focus for us in automotive electronics. And that product is uh, the Durfuse uh, HR, which is a high reliability material made with our patented mixed powder technology. Yeah. And so that brings the best of two alloys together to enable a different type of production process as well as a high reliability solder joint. Yeah. So that's just one area. Yeah. Okay. And... When you look at when you look at other sectors, what what sectors are you mentioned that automotive was doing pretty well for you at the moment? There's it's kind of some nervousness in the market about the market generally. Which sectors do you see as key for growth in 2024? 
Well, you know, the really exciting things in the EV, of course, as we said, but then the others are um, the whole AI revolution, right? We have these um, this, these multi-chip modules, this heterogeneous integration that's happening at these large CPUs. I mean, they're amazing. They got lots of memory on board, these big uh, system on, 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 on circuits. You know, it's just amazing what we're seeing yeah. in the AI space from a semiconductor perspective. And then, of course, with all that circuitry, all that miniaturization, you have the challenge of thermal management. And and so we are involved not only in the fluxes for assembly and some of the most advanced processes, but we're also innovating in the thermal management solutions for those very large footprints um, to get the heat out while not compromising the memory at the same time. And when you look at geography at the moment, we're in a really... We're in a really tough place geopolitically, which is having a lot of impact on the supply chain, a lot of impact on, on where stuff is manufactured. Where are you seeing increasing, increasing demand at the moment? Well, uh, you know, we're a U.S.-based company, and we're seeing an enormous amount of growth in Mexico. Yeah, no big surprise, right? Um, but also, you know, countries like Vietnam, Thailand, Malaysia, even Indonesia, we're seeing growth in all those regions. And, of course, there's the emerging India. Yeah, it's yeah, going to be really fun to see where India ends up. They are certainly on a tear right now. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be interesting to see where it grows. I think Mexico has been a fascinating one, and you know that's kind of been bubbling under for a while, and it, but it's really mm-hmm. taking off. But it also feels like the U.S. is doing okay. I talked to a lot of EMS companies. They're growing. They're investing. They they need to deal with talent issues and and such forth to be able to be be more efficient are you are you seeing growth in in the u.s market as well yeah in the u.s market indium corporation is uh, always prided itself on working with small companies uh-huh. and so i'm talking about the companies that maybe have two or three smt lines yeah. those companies have done a lot of the innovation as we're going through this like once in a lifetime change to evs they're getting called in to work on small modules or customized systems and so they're growing and we're right there with them because we've been supporting them through their whole history. Yeah. And so we're getting to participate in this next level of, of addition to their business, which might be adding two or three SMT lines. Yeah. And then who knows where those could grow from there. So yeah. it is a really exciting time in the U.S. Yeah, that's a big opportunity for you. Last question. What are, you, what, are you, what are you thinking will happen in 2024? What are you expecting in terms of shift in demand and, and the general economy for electronic manufacturing? Yeah, I think in 2024, we're going to see still a real emphasis on reliability and, and fitting the right solution to the right, right reliability challenge. You know, so it's not one alloy or one flux system fits everything. We're going to have to work together with our technical team, with our customers' technical teams to find that answer from one engineer to another is one of our themes here, right? But we also have this um, other, other aspect is the, the sustainability and the desire for us to lower temperatures, not only for the environmental impact, but then also to avoid warpage and other defects that can happen in an assembly. And we're seeing that as a key priority for many customers. And, and we fortunately have been working on a mid-tip solution that can lower reflow temperatures by as much as 40 degrees. Thinking about putting that across a whole factory of ovens can really be a substantial savings. So we're excited about that future and being able to participate with our customers to reduce their environmental footprint while simultaneously improving the reliability. Yeah, and I think both of those go hand in hand in improving their efficiency and um, improving their throughput with the resources they've got. And I think that is really what 2024 is going to be focused on. It is going to be that that year of efficiency, that year of quality and reliability. Ross, pleasure to talk to you. Again, happy birthday. You don't look a, you don't look a day over 30. Yeah, thank you.
but great to see you again. Thanks, Thanks, Thank you. Take care.